all right welcome back to another episode of girls with fun hey hey how are you doing all right how are you good good jesus here it goes (laughs) we're like no edits and i'm dropping stuff (laughs) (laughs) um we have a lot to talk about today and we're gonna somehow try to make this like be like a real rapid episode (laughs) i don't know how that's gonna work but let's see how how it goes we'll do our best we always say this and yet every time so truly we'll do our best exactly um all right where do we even start because we've missed so much content at this point that we're trying to catch up on that i'm like i don't really know where (laughs) where we should start i mean i'm happy to just work my way down my list this is in no particular order um do you want to start with Sujita episode one? Uh, sure. Do you have any highlights? Or maybe I should introduce this first. So I think we briefly talked about this last time. Um, that Yungi was having a new show on YouTube where he's going to be interviewing guests. Um, the requirement is that they bring alcohol with them. <laughs> and <laughs> they drink with them. And uh, have a chat. So um first guest was namjoon um the teasers for this were funny as if we weren't supposed to know that it was namjoon with um yoongi like it was very obvious but they were trying to hide his face and i'm like that's not working but anyway (laughs) (laughs) you truly think we don't know his outline okay great um so namjoon first guest um he was on there to talk about indigo and some other bts things as well um did you have any things you wanted to start off with yeah i mean you were like okay short episode top three things and i'm like gonna take my notes regardless so i'm gonna have to try really really hard um it was just funny they both look so cozy like obviously i was very happy seeing two of my three biases and i just namgi i don't know i just live for that but they were both so cozy looking i was like don't be Delulu. Don't be Delulu. Don't be Delulu. <laughs> um, but Namjoon brings 40 proof alcohol. I I don't really know terminology difference between like 40 proof and 40 alcohol by volume, like ABV. And it's in translation. So I'm just using them all interchangeably. Full disclosure there. But he tries to bring like 17 proof, right? And ends up bringing, like, 40-proof alcohol. So she goes, like, guess we're crawling home. (laughs) So that made me chuckle. Um, I guess uh, they referenced this movie, Decision to Leave, as, like, inspiration for the alcohol that Namjoon brings, which is crazy. Because I just watched that at a film week, like, two weeks ago, which it came out this year. So that's not that weird. But I was still, like, can I have one thing that's, like, not related? No, I cannot. Um, (laughs) no they have you by the throat or whatever analogy you want to use um i guess only namgi would talk about quantum physics while drinking um they talk about their pandemic experience which was super cute and then i guess the thing that stood out to me absolutely the most was the part where they talk about their pandemic experiences and like where they were in 2020 and where they want to be in 2025 
And it was kind of weird because, like, Shuga's like, yeah, I really live in the present. Like, I don't want to – it's hard for me to think about 2025. And I'm like, you ask on your show. And he's answering the question. <laughs> so I don't know. I was kind of laughing. But Namjoon said, like, if we come back. And the caption said, like, if we come back healthy. So it was comforting to me that they're trying to, like, reassure us in some way. I mean, they're still saying if, but it seems like that's their aim. I was happy to like hear their honest thoughts about the pandemic, which was like super difficult for so many people in any number of ways. But like, I think we can all relate to how difficult it was and just them reasserting that they do want to come back. Yeah. What were your key takeaways from Sujuta? Well, last time we had BTS and alcohol together, we know how that went. So I was pretty like... (laughs) uncomfortable at first like what are we about to get into but it wasn't that bad um and i'm just called yunki's co-worker and i'm like yes he is but also it's like <laughs> i don't know it's just funny here and then like referring to their as co-workers like yeah that is true um <laughs> you made a comment about how like namjoon's like this alcohol enthusiast um, these days because apparently when you used to come home drunk, Namjoon will look at him like he was pathetic, which I just thought was so funny. Like that mental image in my head of Namjoon just looking at Yoongi in like disgust. I just wonder like what kind of drunk is Yoongi that RM felt like judgy? <laughs> like was he doing something to warrant it? Is Namjoon just hitting his like drinking phase later what's going on although they kept flashing warnings like drink responsibly like three times and i was like is he not like i don't know well you mentioned that they brought that like or Najun brought that like 40 proof alcohol like whatever else he brought but i was just like they are throwing these things back like they weren't like (laughs) it wasn't like little sips here and there it wasn't just like one shot like no (laughs) it was a lot of drinking going on um, I feel like that too because they were like sniffing it and like, ah, oh, yes, the refreshing scent. And I'm like, you didn't even smell it. You just gulped that right down. Like, that is gone. And I was like, good thing Yumi feeds you when he does this. Cause I'm like, this could be way worse right now if they weren't like doing this on a full stomach. Um, Nanjun said that he has, he had doubts and concerns about half of Mono, but that was not the case for this album. Um, and I recall that he also said the same thing during the V Live. Um, that I don't know, that he has like kind of regrets about the past music that he's released, but that's why things like number two is so relevant, because there's no point in looking back. And he thinks that this album is gonna be like something that in like four years from now that he'll feel um I guess proud of or like something that he doesn't have any regrets about. So I thought that was interesting. Um, especially because we all know how we feel about mono. I know, right? <clears throat> I was like, no mono slander, even from the guy that wrote it. Like, are you kidding me? Uh, he mentioned that J Hope is like the first to listen to all of the tracks. Um, because Namjoon was the first to listen to all of Hope World, but I'm also like, Hobie is just like the first one there for like all things BTS. Like, <laughs> I feel like for Jin, he showed up. He's like the the only one there he showed up for like namjoon's um wildflower filming and i'm assuming that was during um when he was prepping for hobi palooza because namjoon was like aren't you practicing and i was thinking this 
wasn't obviously recorded like last weekend when <laughs> the mama performance happened. So I'm assuming that he <laughs> recorded Wildflower oh. sometime in June or like June, July, or maybe even earlier in the year, like before we even knew that Hobie was doing Hobie Palooza, like April, May timeframe, something like that. Um, but yeah, I just thought that cute. Thought I just thought that was cute because Hobie's always there for the members. Um, Namjoon said he wrote Wildflower on a two-hour walk. Walk? Why can't I talk? Namjoon said that he wrote Wildflower on a two-hour walk, and I was like, "Feet on fire? Shins?" Question mark. Um. <laughs> also, he was like in the middle of the night, and I'm like, "That is some like I live in a safe country." <laughs> exactly i am a man privilege like me as a woman could never walk for two hours alone in the middle of the night between two different subway stations no less um i said shuga writes song on the toilet (laughs) question mark why and we talked about that so much and he was like songwriting is a form of excretion i'm like stop with the poop references stop it Uh, Yuki just kept cracking jokes about this international age thing, and I'm just wondering how that's going to work for people who, for years, have been, like, going by an entirely different age, and now the country's just, like, psych, go by international age. (laughs) I'm like, okay, legally they might have to, but I'm wondering if Koreans will still just, like, reference um, themselves by, like, the calendar age or, like, the lunar calendar age or i'm not entirely sure what the system's called but i'm just like that's kind of messed up but anyway i completely missed that part wow yeah it's happening in june like officially in june koreans will now go by their own by their international age um instead of the like one to two year um age that one one to two year in advance of the international age i guess i should say but yeah very interesting um do, 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 do. you already mentioned the pandemic thing Namjoon says he will have completed his military service by february 2025 and i'm like okay i hope that's true because <laughs> i have no idea what the timeline is like i know hive was like hopefully they'll be back by then but i feel like there's no promises so well, he was like, maybe I'll start working on music for the other members before they're back. And then he said something along the lines of like, wouldn't it be funny if we promoted like this? Where like, I'm, you know, some of us have long hair and some of us still have our military buzz cuts. Yeah. Um, by the time they come back in 2025, it will be Hua Yang 10th anniversary. 10th anniversary. Why can I talk tonight? I'm... <laughs> Anyway, this is a- <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll be the 10th anniversary of that era, and I think that's absolutely insane to think about. Um, and they also mentioned that we won't get a 10th family photo until 2025, which is nuts. Yeah. Which is nuts. It, it is weird, though, in the same way that they're kind of selective about how old they are, like, because you and I have joked, like, they're all 30 at the same time and they're all like whatever at the same time like the staff is doing it too because in the same episode where they're like you're not going to get a 10th anniversary photo until 2025 it was like 10 year artist rm like 
and then he's like well i've been making music for 15 years like he and she go <laughs> talking and i'm like why is it just impossible like they were talking like pre-debut so i understand where they were coming from but like they have this whole dinner about like why nine is important right that kind of got overshadowed by everything else at the dinner let's not like joke around right but now the staff is like 10 year artist bts i'm like you're a nine-year artist okay like <laughs> I'm over here. You're keeping tally. I'll be waiting here for that 10th photo. It's 2025. I'm ready. But like, can we just be consistent? <laughs> Why is it so hard to pick a number and stick with it? Like, please. Yeah. I'm always like, are they rounding for whatever reason for the 10 the year? Because I feel like they were saying 10 year before we were even at nine. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And like your debut is in June. So like it's December. <laughs> You're just at your nine and a half year artist. Like, please. <laughs> Uh, yeah what day is today literally nine and a half year artist today dang not to the (laughs) date that's crazy um i can't even do it though because it's literally tomorrow last two things i thought it was funny that namjoon was saying like do not buy the alcohol that he brought because then he won't be able to purchase anymore and we already know how army are so it's probably already occurred like the alcohol's probably sold out (laughs) this was the thing i was referencing though he bought it because it was in that movie decision to leave directed by Park Chan-wook, which came out in 2022. And they were talking like, this is the buzzy alcohol right now because of this movie. And I'm like, so you bought it because of a trend, but like, we can't do that? Like, (laughs) get off of me. That's all I'm gonna say. Censoring myself. (laughs) Is it different because he's buying it because he saw it in a movie and we're buying it because Namjoon of BTS has it? But Namjoon of BTS, I also saw that movie, so you can't prove anything. I guess. (laughs) No, no, I hear you. Um, and to close it out, Yoongin clinking glasses in Namjoon's ear was quite funny to me. He's like, "This is cl- this is the sound of crystal." <laughs> they were clearly drunk at the end. Like, I don't care what you say. Like, Namjoon was singing. They were talking like really fast, faster than usual. And then Yoongi's, like, clinking, like, the difference between crystal and glass is, and I'm like, go home. <laughs> it's not an interview with Namgi unless Yoongi says the number of years that he's known Namjoon. Because he was, again, like, well, we met in 2011, so. Yeah, he, like, it's corrected been- Namjoon, too, right? <laughs> almost- <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's been almost like, he's like 12 or 13 years, which like, again, like, (laughs) (laughs) why are we overestimating everything? You're all 30. You're a 10 year artist BTS. Let's try that again. Hmm. But alas. But yeah. Okay. I have Hobie Mama. So we have the performance. We have three songs to talk about. More Arson and Future. So I will let you kick it off. Um, yeah, so I actually watched Mama live. It happened on a work day. Don't ask me which day, but I know it happened on a work day. And I was getting ready for work. And I was like, hmm, has Hobie performed yet? Um, and I logged in and all the armies were like, you guys said that Obi was performing like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> but somehow I managed to catch Obi um, in real time. And wow. that was pretty cool. 
yeah, we got more arson and a surprise future performance, which I was really excited about. Um, I wasn't quite sure what to expect that he was going to do for Mama. I think it was a lot more toned down in my head than I thought it was going to be. I didn't know if we were going to get like... Like 2018 Idol Mama level of like performance. Um, I think that what he was trying to do didn't translate as well because the mama cameras suck. Because why was it so bad? What he did in like the dance performance video, I was like, oh, this is amazing. But I feel like you couldn't grasp what was occurring according to that video because the cameras were so bad and it would zoom out on like key parts of when he was like supposed to be like jumping around and doing stuff i was just like this these cameras suck <laughs> these cameras are terrible <laughs> oh my god i think it was during arson i'm pretty sure this was on the official like mama channel or whatever i'm net channel one point during arson it's just zoomed in on a fire extinguisher yeah like but nothing is happening like <laughs> there's no light show nothing's moving they're just like oh and fire extinguisher and i'm like no it was so <laughs> weird not show me this. they kept doing all these like aerial shots of like the crowd and like you know all the army bombs and i'm like all right it's pretty but also like can i see hobie on stage like i don't i know i know it's an army concert it is every single freaking year <laughs> like i'm trying to see the performance <laughs> please um but i do think he put on a great performance like it was it was fun and like i said it was really fun seeing future because i had no thoughts about that like i did not think he was going to perform that live um so i was happy to see that i was happy to see that that was my number one stream song of my entire year for wrapped as you well know at this point but um yeah i was really happy to see future i didn't get what the kids were supposed to be doing i'm not gonna lie like the kids in all white but hobie sounded great the background was cute enjoyed were they just a little like kids choir that he has in future i guess i but i didn't see them singing it just looked like they were just up there vibing so <laughs> maybe that was the camera work again so unless it was just like shout out to them for recording this with me but i have no idea um yeah i kind of broke it out by song i said the box effect he was trying to do for morris really cool um i was looking at his eyeliner but then like more spe- more generally i was thinking like his stage presence is so extreme i can't explain it because they all have such a strong stage presence but like it's always at concerts that like hobie snatches someone up you know what i mean like if you're not a hobie bias like you see him perform and you can't look away I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's not a statistically significant sample size, but I feel like every Hobie, Hobie biased person is like, I saw XYZ performance and like, it was over for me. <laughs> he is a freaking rock star. That was my thoughts when watching this performance. I was like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's a rock star. I don't know. There's like a different like yeah. level of performer <laughs> and rock star is like up there, like top tier. Like he's just a top-notch performer there's like the tangible stuff like oh he's a good dancer 
or oh like he he can sing really well or you can tell he put his all into it and Hobie does all those things but there's something else something intangible he just has that like star quality you know yeah. I was looking at him and I'm like what is it about you <laughs> like I can't even say what it is I don't know but there's just something about you that has this insane stage presence like I guarantee you Bong PD saw like 13 or 14 or 15 year old Hobie and was like him immediately him <laughs> like I don't know I was about to start singing this One Direction song called everything about you and I stopped myself because this is not a One Direction <laughs> podcast <laughs> thank you for sparing us that editing <laughs> um or we could we would probably leave it um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, going back to your point, and again, maybe it was the camera work. I don't mean any disrespect on any of the backup dancers, because I feel like they work really hard. But with Hobie's, like, stage presence, and maybe it was also the crap camera work, like, I don't even think. I said, my notes say, all these backup dancers are not even needed for more. Like, I don't know. It's just, watching the dance practice like it made a lot of sense why there were so many of them but we just missed out on like all of that because the camera work was just trash it's just trash or even like an arson i was just gonna say for arson my very first note that i have is wish they would cool it with the crazy camera work that's literally (laughs) my note word for word And I don't know if it was, so I also wrote, just looking at the extinguisher, LOL, which I already commented on, I was like, look at this king in high heels, because, like, those were not even, like, boots, those were straight up, like, high-heeled shoes, (laughs) (laughs) and he's just killing it. Um, I don't know if this was, can you hear the horns and stuff? Yeah, definitely can. so sorry. Sounds of the DC soundscape. (laughs) ASMR. I am currently in D.C. at time of recording, and I'm, like, in the middle of this, like, downtown area with tons of police. But anyway, that's not a po- This is not a D.C. podcast. Um, I don't know if it was just the sound of, like, the audio, but, like, the crowd did not sound that loud. And I was like, I need the crowd to be deafening. Like, I need it to be so loud. And I had said the same thing during Future. Like, my notes were, like, so freaking happy to see this performance. What did he say before it began? He said something, but, like, I missed it. And then I was like, I can't hear the crowd, please. Because he's like, sing it. And then it's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, no, you need to be like, no, no, no. Like, I'm in a hotel, <laughs> so I won't sing. But, like, turn the volume all the way up. <laughs> I need to see you going, lose your mind. I have a comment I won't say. Do you want to say it to me and we cut? No. <laughs> or text me later. I'll tell you later so spare us from cutting. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> the horns of DC just summarized my mood. Hectic um, Julie version. <laughs> today was a hectic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's the city pop right now. <laughs> That's it. That's. <laughs> I'll just put the horn on loop. That becomes the backbeat. Yeah. Uh, dun dun dun. Uh, dun dun dun. Um. Anyway, this isn't. <laughs> it goes again. Can you ever outside? Please cool it. Um. Do you want to talk about the Hobie dance practice video? And I'll just mute myself for a second. I mean, I really don't the have many other comments other than like 
I watched Hobie on at Mama. Then I watched the dance practice video, and then I watched Hobie at Mama again, and I was like, okay, yeah, this makes a lot more sense. Um, like it was very visually appealing, but I don't. It was like, was Mama's coloring off, or was it just me watching it on YouTube again? Like I don't know. I just felt like everything was just like not. I couldn't really tell that he was supposed to be in that box at first when I was watching it. Maybe that has something to do with me watching it like on my phone at like six in the morning. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't really have any other comments on the dance practice, like other than what I've already said. I mean, the, the dance practice was like great, but mama can kiss my behind <laughs> i guess i felt slightly different and in my notes it says hobie's amazing and he was killing it during the dance practice but my notes say quote hobie's amazing but i really don't think we need the dancers and then the next bullet point is literally is that a super hot take <laughs> like <laughs> but again i was just so distracted by him and his cute little purple sweater right like like, I, I feel bad because I know how hard the backup dancers work. And maybe this is, like, the curse of being a backup dancer. But, like, I'm not looking at you. Mm. You're working so hard, but I'm not looking at you. I think they're so. just supposed to, like, add to the theatrics of the performance. So I definitely get what he was going for. Why he used them. I did flag that their, like, splatter paint shirts were super cool. Which, to your point, I couldn't really see during the mom and performance as well. But during the practice, or did they even wear it? I don't know in the mama performance, but they all had like the splatter paint shirts in the practice video. So anyway, um, you had flagged for us to discuss the Lollapalooza video. I did. Um, yeah, so we got the Hobie at Mama Palooza video so we could see him working on it behind the scenes. I'm assuming that he was in the States when he was recording them, like, practicing. I'm assuming that the dancers and, like, all the musicians did not fly out to Korea to, like, practice on it beforehand. So I'm assuming this is footage <laughs> starting from when he arrived in Chicago. Um, and it was basically, like, him just doing, like, a run of the show. Um... And it was just really cool seeing him give his, like, direction and vision on how he wanted to execute the show. Um, it was very, like, meticulous and very Aquarius of him. Um, so <laughs> he, uh, they also showed him, like, backstage um, with Jimin the day before when, like, T by T performed um they showed him like on the day of getting ready he was like nervous and him meeting becky jean <clears throat> um and then it showed like a bit of his performance as well him taking pictures like afterwards um which i'm like damn we missed out because there was fans that saw hobie like walk out from Lollapalooza and like get into his van hobie and jimin wasn't yeah. it no. Yeah, and I'm like, when did that happen? Because we promptly like honestly, left and got on that damn metro. <laughs> I was like, honestly, my like spirit left my body though. Like we could have been right next to like Hobie and Jimin's van, and by the end of it, I wouldn't even have known. <sighs> like, 
my body was there, but like my brain was my brain and my heart were elsewhere. Um They did not show Hobie meeting J. Cole, and I was wondering if they were gonna show that. So I'm wondering if we're gonna see that content like maybe in like a memories later. <clears throat> I hope so. Because I was expecting to see that. Um but that did not. Which side note, I know we're on a strict schedule today, so I won't <clears throat> take this too far, but speaking of merchandise to come, it's literally mid-December at time of recording. Like, are we getting a season screening this year? Like, are we truly not? I cannot believe that Hive would pass up any chance to make money. Maybe they were just like, let's give the members a break. But, like, that's clearly not the case because there's so much content that, like, I don't know. I'm wondering when they start um, shooting for season's greetings because it seems like they started these photo shoots for the books, like, a while ago. Like, maybe, like, a year ago, even. Um... So I'm wondering if they do season's greetings like later on in the year and they were just like the members have already like made that decision that they're going to start doing solo stuff like let's just not. I don't know. I also thought they would have tried to squeeze at least one more season's greetings in there, but I mean it's not like I'm anticipating getting them forever, right? Oh, Jesus. I just hit this lamp, sorry. Um yeah. But I thought we would at least get it this year because it's clear they're working on stuff like we're drowning in content we've seen them together why not just like pre-shoot everything but i don't remember when season's greetings has dropped in past years but it does seem like we're cutting it kind of close here it's usually around this time i feel like it's sometime around in like early december I feel like we've already missed when it would normally go on sale. Right, exactly. So, like, if we don't get it this week, I think we're just not getting it. So I'll have to buy some allegedly off-brand BTS calendar or something for 2023. I allegedly bought one, so. (laughs) You're set. (laughs) Anyway, this wasn't on our agenda, so I will rest my case, Your Honor. But, um humbly requesting like hi i'm literally asking you if i can give you some money like (laughs) give me season's greetings please um yeah so anyway sorry back to you were talking about j cole i hope you palooza and like future content and memories which is why i was like yeah about content i mean because it's a question too are we gonna get memories i'm assuming we will but what does memories of 2023 look like I don't know when the members are going to, like, enlist, right? Yeah. So I'm just curious what his memories of 2023 and memories of 2024 look like, but... I just assume we, like, won't get them after this year, but... I I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, if the other members are still putting out content, is it just, like, memories, but it's just the solo stuff, or, like, something that maybe the remaining members might get into... I guess we could get that, but only time will tell. Um, but yeah, it was just cool seeing Hobie Jew his thing at Lollapalooza and Jimin being there supporting him was really cute and 
Um, he was so small. I'm like, Jimin, Hobie. No, Hobie, Hobie was like so small, obviously from like losing weight, trying to practice for this thing. So I hope he, he was uh, like happier and healthier funny. and less stressed out these days. <clears throat> What's next? On my list, we also had the Jin merch slash army challenge. Yes, I did also watch that. Um, Jin basically did like this series of games in order to win merch for army. I believe that was for a giveaway. Um, and he was able to get like all of the merch that they were going to release through these various games. Um, some of them were like Squid Game-esque games. I mean, uh-huh. these probably preceded Squid Game, like the little Dalgona candy thing. Oh, yeah. Definitely preceded Squid Game anyway, but <clears throat> they had him like do that, and he definitely failed on the first one. And he was like, I see why so many people died in the <laughs> Squid Game. <laughs> oh, no. Because they had him uh, try to cut out a squid. And he definitely, he definitely messed it up. I think on this one, he poured like coffee into the cup and was like, oh, it's going to soften it. And it just ruined it. Like it ruined it. And then he did the second one and it was a square and he aced that one. But I was also like, it's also a square. (laughs) Like like, compared to like him trying to cut out the outline of a squid. (laughs) But anyway... They were like, we started on advanced mode and we really should have yeah. started on easy mode. They had him do these like relay things and he was like doing the super tuna choreo on the, that, those like acupuncture shoes, which just looked terrible. They also had him do no. that like squid game, like tile jump thing, but they used boxes um, and he failed the first time. So he would have died in squid game. Um <laughs> But he had like he had like three minutes to complete like all of these little games, so he was able to successfully do it. Um, he also had J Hope come out and join him to participate in some of the games. Um, <laughs> J Hope is everywhere all of the time. <laughs> pretty much. Um, <laughs> J Hope is like the group bestie. <laughs> like, yeah, for real. <laughs> so cute well even thinking how didn't tay come to visit him in both of his mv shootings like yeah if hobie's not there a member is gonna show up there (laughs) and if he is there right he's been invited to participate in some solo activity yeah um yeah it was super cute this is also this is not when i realized because the merch did go on sale um before i watched this video but this is when i realized that that like body tube thing of <laughs> yeah. vuto is not like a mistake i thought it was like a pre like idea vuto no it's just supposed to be a body <laughs> pillow because at first it had arms tube. and he said it like he said it had arms <laughs> but it was supposed to be like a body pillow anyway but they removed the arms um in order to make it more comfortable and it looked comfortable, but I think, like, 
the body pillow itself was like 80 something dollars and then the shipping was like 50 and i'm like no way (laughs) no way and i wanted the little doll or like the keychain but still just like the shipping cost made made it crazy i'm like i i can't maybe if i visit korea next year like we're supposed to maybe hybe will have that like in like some merch store and we could get one fingers crossed that would be cool also no no i'll tell you this later i'll tell you this later it's not on our agenda remind me to tell you later okay um anyway sorry was there anything else on Jin's merch other than a wuto body pillow being overpriced (laughs) and shipping being sky high which is like the usual (laughs) no nothing else um okay next on our list is zach saying interview with rm all right i didn't take notes on this and i probably should have because it was like 50 minutes long but i feel like (laughs) essentially it was more or less of the same thing that we've kind of heard from um like the sutra Todd thing or other like album talks he's been having um this time it was just with Zach, which is always cool because Zach's a great interviewer. And I just feel like he's really genuine and Namjin was comfortable. And he even mentioned that, like, he said during his promo, like, Zach had to be, like, one of the interviewers that he had to chat with. So I thought that was really cute. Dang. Zach's really one. Exactly. I was like, where did I fumble the bag? Like, I always say this. I was supposed to be a journalist. And here I am not being one and not being, like, Namjin's top choice. <laughs> when it comes to an interview <laughs> like mm, salty yeah I have, I have no comment yeah i was gonna say i'm exactly that meme of like something good should have happened to me <laughs> that meme that people always share yeah kudos to that <sighs> anyway um it was a nice interview you just give me like a little more of a deep dive of about the album i feel like they didn't chat about every single song um they only chatted about a few um one thing i thought was interesting or a few things how about this he was talking about forgetful um Uh and he mentioned that like like you know how he wrote the song about um i don't know a friend and you know forgetting about certain things that he's supposed to do with Mm -hmm. them and all those kind of things he said that he even forgot at one point about like who he wrote the song for like he wrote it for some friend like he wrote it about a certain friend and he forgot that the song was written about (laughs) i was like dang how does that friend feel that's like really meta that's so (laughs) that has layers um i thought that was funny i also did not catch on to him saying that change part two was him actually being drunk on the mic. Like I know he said that he <laughs> he went to Eon's house to record while drunk and he like recorded the demo while drunk, but I didn't know that the demo was what they used for the actual track. He said because he tried to um, like re-record it later on after Eon actually like added like the instrumentals and stuff that we hear now but like it just didn't work like he couldn't do it over again so he had to use like the original demo 
I think the thing that he edited was the like last part where he's kind of like talking. I can't remember mm-hmm. the lyrics, so I can't. I'm not gonna try and sing it anyway. <laughs> but I think he said he like edited that last part, and I wasn't sure if that meant he added that in afterwards. But the original demo, like him drunk on the mic, is actually what we're listening to in Change Part Two, which just makes it even more interesting. I think the craziest part of all of this is that I 100% believe that, actually. The way he kind of, like, trails off. Although you're saying this is the edited part, but where he's like, no one can love you like I could do. That's all I could say to you, or whatever. Right. I'm paraphrasing from memory, but, like, that's when he's sober, or that's when he's drunk? I'm, it's, it sounds to me, like, thinking about it, it sounds like he could have very well have been drunk doing that part as well. Yeah, because he's (laughs) kind of, like, slurring a little bit. Or it's kind of, like, trails off it's not slurred it just like the energy yes you know you know what i'm trying to say yes exactly (laughs) that whole song honestly i believe it right i yeah do the like shocked pikachu like actually not that shocked (laughs) exactly (laughs) um but also is he good like all this reference to drinking like are you well that's exactly what i said in the last ep like are you good but also like i can't say anything because same (laughs) <laughs> like i'm not getting myself drunk at night but like no one's good like <laughs> yeah we're post-pandemic no one's good <laughs> like good is relative anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah yeah this is a tangent which i said i wouldn't do so i'm gonna keep this like 10 seconds or less but like being back in person having all these in-person meetings i'm like i've completely gone feral and like forgotten how to socialize with other humans after the pandemic who aren't like immediately my friends right yeah like anyway and and tangent because i'm trying to control myself speaking of friends he also said it's like pretty hard for him to have friends and i felt bad hearing him say that i mean i could only imagine like he was saying like he's arm of bts and people will like treat you differently because of that um zach was kind of relating to about how good it is to have like genuine friends that are there for you and you know the friends that are like you could go without talking to them for months but it's like you haven't missed anything um he was saying like most of his friends are like from his teenage years so i'm glad that he does have those kind of people in his life but it is kind of annoying that like because you're arm of bts you can't make like new genuine connections because i don't say you can't but it's yeah, harder to do so hard. yeah um because you never know who's possibly trying to use you for something or only god knows what i imagine it's harder with your existing friends too i'm sure people have felt this in any number of varying degrees but like as people get to different life phases it's not that you can't stay friends it's just like shifting priorities and when you're rm of bts your priorities are in a whole nother like stratosphere yeah like you're talking about your 1.3 million dollar roni horn sculpture and your friends like just had to pick up an extra side hustle this week like (laughs) how do you relate you know what i mean yeah anyway yeah i'm sure it's hard so i'm glad he has those people and we've heard that from Jin too, honestly. Wasn't Jin? I forget which thing it was. Maybe it was the GQ thing. He's like, yeah, I have like no friends. Yeah, he even said in his V Live, his birthday V Live, that he was like, yeah, I don't really have that many friends. I think he was saying that the members, like, he say some of them didn't message him or they just like kind of texted him. <laughs> he was saying that, like, 
he was kind of sad because like they really are like the only people that he kind of has he doesn't have that many friends and he was like i'm only friends with like old men and he's like that's all right but also it's not that great so <laughs> i felt bad for Jen. damn like, damn i mean i volunteer tribute just like don't wake me up in the morning <laughs> the one boundary in our friendship do not friggin' play piano at eight in the morning otherwise we're great um you're still hurt by that <laughs> i'm never gonna move on from that like that's my line in the sand my line in the concrete like i will never forget <sighs> justice for every single person in, in the suit house um there was something i was gonna say Oh, yeah, it was weird, because, like, even in Fujita, not to, like, go back to that, but just on the topic, like, Namjoon and Yugi were, like, when was the last time we, like, all drank together? Or, like, you and I drank together, and she was, like, I can think of one other time. They're, like, we usually have, like, other members with us, so, like, fair, you're drinking in a group, not, like, two people. But the fact that this is the guy that's, like, I've known him for... (laughs) 13 years i'm like check your math but okay like they also have drank like one time that they can remember which like is it a problem of remembering or like not going for drinks and then like you even mentioned them calling each other co-workers i'm like what's the dynamic here like for the love of god and maybe that's edgy but like what's the dynamic i'm just wondering like if you're a member of bts you're together all the time but you're together all the time doing business stuff so you don't even really yeah. have that much time to go out and like, yeah, let's go get dinner together or let's go like get a drink. And now they're like living separately and have been for years. So do you like leave the office and then also like get home and like call Yungi up and be like, yo, let's go get a drink. I don't know. Like they, Oh, like where there's a, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. Go I'm ahead. just wondering if they just have like, even outside of work, they also have schedules. Like, clearly, Nanu's been working on this album for the last four years. So I'm just like, when do you even have time to actually go get a drink with your member? I guess. Part of me is like, that's kind of a cop-out, though, because there's a will, there's a way. Like, every time I'm in D.C., I try to meet up with you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, granted, we don't work together, but, like, I don't know. We all have crazy schedules, and we still try to make it happen. I don't know. And then Yoongi did say that Namjoon wasn't even drinking like that. Like, when did he start drinking? I just have a lot of questions. <laughs> and again, it's always those questions that, like, I'm never gonna have the answers to, so I just need to, like, learn to live in ambiguity, yeah. basically. Like, we know a few yeah. of them enjoy doing it, but did Namjoon just, like, recently start enjoying drinking? So maybe there was not really an opportunity for, like, Yoongi and Namjoon to go out and have a drink together because Namjoon was just not that kind of person. <laughs> she was he being the judgy friend. <laughs> Virgo, top to your judgment. <laughs> anyway, this isn't about that. Yeah. 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 I guess I took us down like five rabbit holes simultaneously. Um, anything else on Zach's saying? I should have taken notes. No. <laughs> okay, we'll keep it moving because I know I'm looking at the time and we are like not halfway through our list. Um... <laughs> moving right along because the only way we'll catch up still live mb yes what the okay this just came out of nowhere (laughs) it was funny because literally like last week we were here like he was saying that like every track's a title track or like you know like all the songs are equally important or like we're like how'd he choose this then like literally the next day this music video drops and i was like well already out of (laughs) 
exactly. Per usual. Oh, we cannot keep no up. Um, I did like the music video. I was kind of hoping that we would see a feature like in the music video, like whoever is featured on the track, that they would be in the music right. video together. So I, yeah, I kept waiting for Anderson Pack to come out. Right, didn't happen. Um, but that's fine. Um, I thought the concept was cool, like the train coming to life. Um, yeah, and that's how he was basically explaining it in the music video behind as well. Um, the moments of like him sitting there and being still, but like I don't know his shadow or something like that moving. I thought that was pretty cool. It was giving me multiverse vibes. Like, he's talked about Doctor Strange on Sujita. He was talking about, like, multiverses and, like, quantum theory. And I'm like... (laughs) He's just too smart for his own good. I'll leave it at that. Um, But I was getting, like, multiverse vibes because he's, like, with others. Then there's, like, a glitch. Then he's alone. Then he's with others. Then the train is a slightly different color. And his outfits are, like, all the same color scheme. Because I was first I was like, oh, he looks really good in brown. And then it was like, he looks good in black, too, though. And, like, these are my notes. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, another fit. But it was always, like, one of the same pieces of articles into the next outfit. So it's, like, all these different Namjoon's on, like, slightly different trains. And I'm like, all these different scenarios. Hmm, um, I did not catch just that. Just giving me multiverse vibes. And then, like, I my notes also say glitch or still moments. So, like, still life but he's moving. Um, He's the only one on the train at certain points, which I'm like, is this a metaphor for like being the only one? I don't know, whatever this pervasive feeling of not having friends, loneliness, like you're the only one in your situation, etc. Also like train iconography again, like if it's not a bus, (laughs) it's a train. (laughs) And like, how many times have we seen a train, whether the like, I need you shipping container spring day train like transportation question mark i don't i don't know mm-hmm. just thinking about how many trains we've had um multiverse vibes yeah what else oh at the end i was like it just says quote don't look into my eyes like that end quote <laughs> did i miss something i did not catch that isn't it just, well, let me double check now because now I'm feeling like, what? But I'm pretty sure at the end of the video, there was like 10 seconds of just unwavering eye contact. Oh. Like, it's too much. It didn't actually say that. No, I'm okay. saying <laughs> this is me okay. at June. Do not look at me. And I see. I do not wish to be perceived. I see. Never mind. Did you see that? part at the end i thought you were saying it literally said like in a caption oh no like no. a quote almost like don't don't look I'm at me right myself. now <laughs> don't look at me right now <sighs> yeah other thoughts on still life i thought that shot of like capturing him from underneath where it was showing his feet and him like dancing was pretty cool <laughs> And I was trying to figure out how the hell they filmed that. And so I was really happy to get the behind the scenes so I could see how it was shot. I was like, that has to be like some kind of glass paint or something. And that's exactly what it was. That was further down the list. But do you want to talk about this to life behind? Um, Since we were talking about it now. I figure we just talk about it all at the same time. 
They were... Yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense. Also, oh my god, there was one part in the music video. I cannot remember what it is. Oh, maybe this is Wildflower. I'm mixing two things. Well, the next thing is Wildflower Behind, so do you want to just squish it all together into music video behind? Yeah, <laughs> we could. I think it was <laughs> Wildflower, and he was, there's like a scene where he, it's like the camera's like going around him in a circle. Literally, that means there's people with a green screen, like on wheels, pushing it around him <laughs> in like a circle, and I was just like, what kind of labor is this? Like, I had no thoughts about how that like scene was shot. I didn't know if it was on just like some kind of rotating camera. Which I guess it kind of is, but I didn't think that there was like actual screens like going around in a circle. And I'm like, this is what you people get paid to do this. Like, shout out to them, because that is like taxing manual labor. Imagine having to do that for, like, so many takes and you're just going around in, in a circle, like a merry-go-round. That is tiring. Never ask me to lift my arms again. That is tiring. Yeah. I know. Um, The scene in Still Life where he had to record it, like, 500 times to try to get it to sync up. I'm like, wh- whose idea was this in the first place? <laughs> like, you're asking him oh. to do the impossible, almost. Like, he was able to do it, but I was just like... <laughs> Try to copy your exact mannerisms that you just did 10 seconds ago. <laughs> the level of awareness, like bodily awareness you would have to have. I don't know. <laughs> that was crazy. I'm rubbing my eyes right now. I'm so tired. Yeah, just thinking about it. Um, It was cool seeing him shoot the wildflower music video and like... I didn't understand what you or him meant by, like, the whole, like, Korean firework thing. I can't remember what he called it. Yeah, the Nakwanori. I was like, did I miss something? Like, I just saw, like, regular fireworks. I was like, maybe it's a certain way they go boom. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of wondered, actually, because I was like, okay... No reaction, but that's fine. But, uh... (laughs) That's okay. After watching the behind the scenes, I'm like, oh, these. Okay, I get it. And they actually look amazing. Um, The, like, way the petals fall or whatever. Like, I noticed that in the music video, but I didn't know that that's what the Korean-style fireworks were. (laughs) Yeah, it's, like, chains or, like, strings of fireworks, Right, and the way it was falling was just, like, really cool. But he said it also stings, so I'm like, that's painful. I also didn't notice that he's out here getting burned. Right. Yeah. I also didn't notice that he was in the water for that scene until the behind the scenes. I was like, oh, like he's in water right now. I was wondering that because I read online, I don't know, in an article and something he was talking about, like, I think it was in an article. They're usually over water. Mm. So I was like, was he in water? Because I didn't realize. I was like, how did they make this work if it's, like, traditionally done over water or whatever? I mean, it makes sense. So things don't catch on fire. Right. (laughs) So it makes sense. Smokey the Bear approves. Um, Yeah, that field, I don't know where they were recording with that field that they were in with the flowers was stunning. Um, Yeah, I can't think of anything else at the moment. (laughs) <laughs> I've consumed so much content and honestly I'm so proud of myself because I never be. had the time to like watch this much stuff but I actually had like a vacation 
like this weekend which is insane um so yeah i'm like proud of myself for being able to consume this much content yeah that's super impressive honestly i felt like i'll be honest (laughs) since we're on this topic i was like frantically trying to like watch everything for this episode and i was like this is a lot of work like obviously it's not a hardship for me because like i love bongton but like back to back to back like 10 vids in a row right because i've had no time i will also like at the same time while acknowledging it's not a hardship i'll also acknowledge that's not like the ideal way to watch the video right and it's also a different element to it when you're trying to like mentally capture everything that's happening and like take notes on it so that you can go and report about it rather than just being exactly. able to like watch it and enjoy it I thought I'm not enjoying exactly. it, but like, whatever. <laughs> you are, but you're, you are, you are. That's what I'm saying too, but. Right. It's just a different, more like active viewership. Right. I don't know. Whatever. And, and tangent. Um, I accidentally skipped a few things as I was jumping around. Um, should we talk about the People's Choice Awards, like, very briefly? Extremely briefly? Uh, yes. Congratulations are in order because BTS are People's Choice Award winners once again. They were nominated for four awards. The Best Group of 2022. The Music Video of 2022 for Left and Right. Um, and Yet to Come. And the concert of 2022, Permission to Dance on Stage, and the collaboration song of 2022 for Left and Right. And they were winners of the group of 2022, the concert tour of 2022, and the collaboration of 2022 for JK and Charlie Puth. So congrats to BTS. Yay! And that was on the 6th, which was like six days ago, so we're within a week, so I don't feel that bad. Yes, and also congratulations right. to BTS on like all of their mama wins and getting like a platinum day song, which they literally invented just to give to them for being like four time in a row day song winners. That was insane. They wow. they now have like 70 day songs. Um... I'm sorry, did you say 70? Yeah. 7-0? It's the 7 again. <laughs> Times 10, literally. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. Um, wow. Yeah. Kudos to them. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is all out of order. So for people listening, I'm sorry. I did not group these in any kind of like reasonable order and I'm jumping around because I skipped over some things so Namjoon had this like 18 plus concert somewhere like ARMY could register to like get into the venue but it was like no phones no cameras 18 plus only Mm. y'all know I'm on a certain side of of TikTok yes but also Twitter at times the girlies were going wild girlies being gender neutral (laughs) um i have a feeling i have a feeling i have not seen anything from this yet it happened sometime last week as far as i know so i guess it was honored i assume we'll get a video at some point maybe like had someone was recording 
But, um, I'm assuming it was just because of language, right? There's a lot of cursing in these songs. That's what I'm telling myself to not just, like, I'm wiggling on the edge of the diving board, right? (laughs) I'm trying to not, like, fall into the water below. I'm assuming it was because of language, and I'm like, there's also the possibility that it was just the venue itself. You know how certain venues, like, you just have to be a certain age to get in. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I didn't think that. Nor did Twitter and TikTok think that Yeah, the timeline was making it mad sexual, and I'm like, it's 18 plus, bro. Like, (laughs) (laughs) this is not like, never mind. I'm not even going to go into it, but it's not what you think it is. (laughs) Like, let's chill. That's true, right? Is 18 plus considered an all ages show? Or like one step up from all ages, but not like 21 plus when you go to the club and they have to like, you know, check your wristbands or whatever. I have no idea. Yeah. um, I was watching his V-Live and he was talking a bit more about this. This was held on December 5th. Um... He said he performed 10 songs, including Persona and Sexy New Kim. So I'm wondering which songs he wow. left off from the album itself. Um, I think he was saying he was hoping that like the Sexy New Kim performance wasn't going to show because it was like awkward. And I, I... <laughs> okay, but what does that mean? I don't know. But <laughs> if, I, if I read the translations correctly, I think that's what he said. Um... But yeah, I'm looking at this Korea Boo article and it's saying what some of the fans receive. They received photo cards, a handwritten letter, and a cute bracelet. Um, a scent diffuser, a bookmark. Um, what else did they get? Hot packs. <laughs> and Biggie had to tell armies like, actually use the hot pack because it's cold outside and don't use it, like, don't save it as a souvenir. Like, can you actually use this? <laughs> like, don't attach any special names just, to it. Just, just open like, it. <laughs> put, the, put the buffer, the buffering logo, like, over my forehead. Like, again... I'm happy something good happened to you, but it should have happened to me instead. <laughs> I got a bracelet from RM. I'd be like, this is really special. Like, I would be so obnoxious. Like, anyway. He mentioned in the V-Live that this was, like, one of the first of his, like, live with RM performances that he wanted to do. So I'm like, are there going to be other live performances and I'm trying to figure out if that means Dia Beacon is, like, one of the live performances or are there going to be other, like, oh. many concerts that he's going to do that he has plans for. Because he also mentioned that, like, he has some plans for, like, he hasn't even reached, like, the biggest promotion for this yet or something like that he was alluding to, that, like, there's some other, like, big thing that hasn't come out yet. And I'm like, what is that? What are was you doing? the V Life before Dia Beacon? Because I thought I saw him say that Dia Beacon was like the biggest thing he was preparing for. Maybe that was true. Maybe that was. I don't that. know the timing. He. I don't know. The V Life came out the same day as Suga's. Uh. 
video came out because he was like, I only have 30 minutes to record this because Suchita's coming out. And I but, can't remember if Suchita came out before Dia Beacon. So maybe Dia Beacon was the big thing he was talking about. I'll have to go back through and look. I don't know. I just saw that on Twitter, so like completely unverified. But I'm still wondering if he plans to have any um, like other concerts elsewhere. Like maybe Dia Beacon was the big thing because he had to travel for it, but maybe he'll do more. I don't know. But yes, I'm assuming it was recorded and it'll come out later because he said so. Um, but yeah. Um, okay. I guess I am jumping ahead, so, like, so much for my list, which was already in shambles, but since we're kind of talking about Dia Beacon, I feel like we're set up well to talk about it. Cool. Um, I just have to laugh, because literally last week on the track, we were like, Tiny Desk, Erica Badu, why is he in New York? What's going on in New York? What's the situation? I mean, granted, he was in New York, I think, the week before that, because it was, like, Thanksgiving weekend here. But anyway, like, we're like, what's he doing in New York? Like, for what purpose? And I'm like, we need to be patient because literally, like, all becomes revealed in time. That's what it says in my notes. All becomes revealed in time. So it's just funny because now we're like, this is why he was in New York. Yeah. Literally, but like, literally the day of that we released our podcast episode last week, like, minutes later, they were like, do you be in? I was like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> We're, like, on the track being, yeah. like, mm, what's he doing? I'm nosy. Trust that we will find out. Like, eventually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> as soon as we record and then we're already out of date. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah, I thought the four different locations were pretty cool. And he selected... What did he do? Because I can't remember at this point. He did Wildflower. I know he did Change. He did number still two. Life, change okay, two. he did Still Life. And then no. Uh, number two. Yeah. Yeah. Still Life, he was in that damn outfit. Can I be honest? Like, I saw this photo and I almost had a mental breakdown on the freaking Metro. Why? <laughs> the all leather suit? Yes. Why? I was like, the leather suit is a choice. <laughs> That's all my notes say. Why, Leather why, suit is why, a choice. Why, 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 Like, our friend was like, he's big and sexy, and I was like, yeah. That was just, like, on a marquee in my head. Just <laughs> seeing that photo, just big like, I was like, damn. Lights around it. Literally told the group, like, this is another photo that makes me want to pull my hair out whenever I see Namjoon. And I don't really feel this way about other members, but I don't know what it is about Namjoon that makes me want to pull my freaking hair out. <laughs> like, it's so stressful. I'm like, why? Can you it's unfair. I pull your hair out, like, in a good way? Oh, uh, because he's so hot and I'll never have him. I'll never have him. It's unfair. He's perfect. He's literally perfect. He's perfect. <laughs> he's perfect. And I'll never have him. It's not fair. I know. It's not fair. I think about that like more often than I should admit. I'm like, <gasps> if you believe in a higher power or like a universe, let's say a higher power. I'll say God. God created Namjoon. Namjoon truly exists. God. And at least our version of reality, he exists. Like he can't be real, but he is. But like, 
how and like why do I not know him? Damn. <laughs> he makes me want to scream. Like, I'm losing my freaking mind. <laughs> I feel like he has it all. The brain, the body, honestly. Like, musical talent, the drive. The, like, ability to communicate with others. Like, obviously leadership. I don't know. Pick however many dimensions you want. Whatever the trait is, like, Namjoon has it. Like, we say all the time that he's, like, the character out of a novel. Like, it's just, it doesn't seem real. Like, how is a person actually like this in real-life human form? It's not fair! (laughs) I mean, there's not much else to say. Like, I just, I don't understand it. Um, I don't think I ever will. And, uh, yeah, it's not fair. (laughs) You were were saying that he's like a character in a novel. And I do think we've proven that God is a woman. A woman wrote (laughs) Namjoon. We've proven it? (laughs) Yeah. Scientific facts. And nothing is a mystery. Oh, there's no ambiguity in the universe. No, I'm kidding completely here. Oh my god. Um, um, yeah, regardless, yeah, yeah, brown leather suit. I don't get it. <laughs> He's freaking not. <laughs> Immediately changed my phone background. Um, from another picture of Namjoon, just to another one, anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. I kept toggling my phone background between a photo of Namjoon I unlocked on In the Psalm, which, by the way, everyone would be so proud of how far I've come. And, like, there are people in the 700s, and now I'm in the 700s. Wow. So, anyway, I'm going ham on In the Psalm, but I unlocked a photo, and then, like, Yugi, which we'll get to, dropped that, like, friggin' Mr. Darcy pick, And I was like, what should my background be? Anyway, I feel that deeply. Dia Beacon. Uh, mine empty after Namjoon and Sue. Anyway, he was just like the performances were really cool. His selection of which um, <clears throat> backdrops he wanted to use was really cool. I thought number two was interesting. Um, it was cool seeing him there on Instagram and being able to like exactly match these up with the the video. Um so yeah, I don't know. He's like promoting tourism and visiting museums internationally. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, for Wildflower, he's outside in like a giant hedge garden and the lighting was really cool. Um it was interesting because at one point he's doing some kind of like step and dancing and it just looked kind of, he, he looked great overall, but it looked kind of funny from far away. And I was like, again, just like look out your work window of your office for any museum staff and you just see Namjoon like stepping through the garden head. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of like chuckling, but the rings of light were so cool. They were playing with light a lot. Um, for still life, I just wrote leather suit as a choice. And then there's, like, not that many notes, but then I was, like, 
I know he's okay and has every approval, but, like, he's stepping around these sculptures, and I'm like, this is kind of stressing me out. Like, I would fall into a sculpture, and they'd be like, this was a priceless work of art that you just damaged, but he's Namjoon, so he doesn't care. <laughs> Namjoon of BTS. He's fine. Um, change part two, June silhouette, because he's, like, backlit. I was just like, body yaddy 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 yaddy. Anyway. <laughs> but then also the flare pants. I was like, June single-handedly bringing back the bell-bottoms. Were they bell Never mind. Also, I don't know, change part two, maybe this is why I believe that he was drunk. Actually, I didn't know, but this is foreshadowing. Um, I was like, this is kind of mumblecore life. Like, it's <laughs> mumbly. So, like, I was like, yeah, that's the vibe, I guess. Um, very stark imagery is my other note. And then this was in regards to um, number two. But the color scheme is cool, but it was almost too dark. Like, they were playing with light and dark, but I could, like, barely see June. And I was like, think about those movies where you're like, I can't see the screen. Like, that's how I felt. But maybe I want June in, like, 8K all the time. Forget 4K. (laughs) Right? Like, I'm wondering if he chose that backdrop due to the lyrical content of that song and like there was any connection to it of him like going into like that tunnel and it being like extremely dark and then that kind of like small reflection of light afterwards i'm wondering if there was some kind of like larger messaging there which kind of lines up with the song if you think about it so but it was dark I was saying the same thing. I was like, damn, where are you going? (laughs) (laughs) What is this? So with that, I have just a few other small things we said we were going to talk about in passing. Um, Well, not even small things, but just things that we were just going to touch on briefly which there were a few more things that came out because it's a rule that will always be behind. <laughs> Bangtan's always got to stay one step ahead. But um, specifically for this, I hinted at it, but um, Yugi's Mr. Darcy photo shoot on Instagram. Like, what's going on with that? Um, Tay's book, which is, like, in the Mr. Darcy theme. I literally rewatched Pride and Prejudice this weekend. I was like, are you making Pride and Prejudice references? I have not seen this, so I'm not familiar. the lead. I'm not familiar. Oh, yeah. Which, the Kira Knightley, Matthew McFadden version of Pride and Prejudice, I know people have strong feelings about Colin Firth, but, like, also iconic. Pride and Prejudice, just iconic. But for me... For me, I really like corn. The way I said that, no. Um... (laughs) For me, Pride and Prejudice with Kira Knightley and Matthew McFadden came out 2005, so I was 14 years old. Actually, 14, not like Bong Tong 14. And, um, I don't know. It was just some kind of awakening, so I was like, I am suffering. So, anyway. Um, and then we also had on our list to talk about Jin's haircut photos. So this is more like photo book, photos, Instagram, weavers etc 
Um, going back to Yugi's photo, I'm like, what are we getting right now? Because there's a lot of photos coming out, and I had the thought, like, are we watching Yugi's like album roll out in real time, and like we don't realize that that's what he's doing? Because I just thought these were like for funsies until like we're getting like the third or fourth set of these black and white photos. So I'm like, what are we doing right now? But, like, would Hack really let him leak all these photos if it was from his own photo book? You know what I mean? No, not, like, for that a photo book. Something else. Yeah. Like, an album. Like, we might be watching his album rollout right now. There better be some violins with this, like, neck tie fluff ruffle situation he has going on. I don't know. So I'm like, this guy isn't just the type to just do photo shoots. Like, we haven't seen a magazine related to this. We haven't seen, like, anything related to these photos. It's just him posting these on Instagram. Like, what are we watching right now? I mean, it could be, because we were literally on here last time talking about how he keeps people on their toes, right? Yeah. And we know that time is limited for him, and I will leave it at that. That sounds ominous. We have a limited... I'll just say it. We have a limited amount of time before he has to go to the military, so... I would almost be hard-pressed to believe that another member would squeeze in another album in between now and March. So I feel like, yeah, he would have to be next. I mean, literally, he's next to go to the military. So if he's going to do something, it has to be in the next three months. And honestly, next two months, because his birthday is early March. Yeah, and they only gave Jin, like, a few days after his birthday. <sighs> yes, that's correct. Um, but yeah, I mean, Yugi's hot. <laughs> like, I don't... It's like, it's like next level. Yeah. Like, you were talking about how you feel about June. I feel that way about June. But I also feel that way about Yugi. <laughs> so it's a rough time. Yeah. And, like, so we have June at Dia Beacon... In his leather suit and alleged bell bottoms. Then we have Yugi posting straight up like my romantic like male lead awakening photos, and I'm like, someone was like, "How are you feeling?" I'm like, "I can't even talk right now. Like, don't, <laughs> don't look at me. Don't say, like, just no. Do not contact me." Yeah. And also, it was the first thing I saw when I woke up. Whatever day that was, I was, like, still in bed. I opened my eyes, and it's, like, new photos. And I'm, like, clicks. And I'm, like, and today's over. Back to bed. I don't know. Struggling. And then, like, Tay's been doing the same thing. And then Hive is releasing all these blurbs, being, like, the theme is, like, 19th century English gentlemen. And I'm, like... Look, I'm just trying to live. <laughs> like, they're taking the uh, Victorian bongtong comments very seriously. I know. They were like, oh, you thought you were Victorian seeing your wrist? <laughs> now, here you go. We've been too liberal. We've been too judicious in our sharing of skin lately. Suffer yeah. in theme. <laughs> I also purchased Tay's book, and it's getting, well, I'm not going to include that comment. But yeah, I purchased Tay's book. I'm looking forward to receiving it. I guess tell me later. We have lots of hot takes. <laughs> um, or even just thirsty takes. Um, 
I guess this is like kind of a sad note to end on. But as we're recording, it's Monday night here in the States. Wait. Don't end on this. We didn't talk about RM all day. (sighs) You watched that, right? I did, yeah. I'm just trying to think about what to say. I didn't really take notes for that. That I watched a few days ago. It's funny because, like, his whole house, like, when he starts the tour, you're just seeing, like, dude, like, people have said his house is a museum, but, like, actually... There's one room in particular he walks into, and there's, like, one wooden chair in the corner. And I'm like, this is not even, like, what are you doing here? You just sit in this chair and, like, stare at the wall? Like, Maybe he's gonna, like, fix it up later. And then he did say that later, but during the house tour, I was like, what's this room? What's this other room? But then he goes into his living room, and he's like, this pile of books is, like, ones I intend to read. This is some I read. This is a pile of my art books. I'm going to put these books on display. And, like, I think people know, but, like, my other major hobby when I have time to stop fangirling or, like, D-wording over, unaliving over, like, Victorian pictures is, like, reading a lot. So just the stacks of books, I was like... This is the most relatable content I have ever seen from our And then, like, the sliding wall only to reveal more books. More books. I know. I was like, dang, I need to upgrade my stuff. I did find that cute but, because he... I th- when did he say this? Was it in Sutra, though? I don't know. He said it in some interview where he was saying that, like, his, like, passion for art was, like, developed like really rapidly and i was like oh this is virgo showing again like (laughs) the way he just like he couldn't stop he like almost just became like obsessed with it so he's just like consuming all of these art books and all these other things like genuinely finding interest in like art history books which i feel like is very niche like there's like art and then there's like enjoying like specifically like the the (laughs) Like the textbooks you read in like your art history I was class. Say, it's literally <laughs> the energy is learning every single thing you can learn about whatever it is that you're interested in. Exactly. It's like the obsessive personality aspect. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's not the best word for it, but like when you're in, you're all in. Yeah. But it was funny because <laughs> then he had a different shelf that was like specifically for his art books and he wanted to like put them on a display and I think in our group chat someone literally sent us a thing about like how you can display your CDs or like it's like different but we all have one brain so yeah um yeah I can't even say what I want to say I'll say it later I'm like dying (laughs) to know you better text me every single one of these in an itemized list like I'm dying to know Mm. also like the sheer amount of alcohol bottles on his in his kitchen like on the back shelf which we now know from sujuta he's in his like drinking era i was like that's a lot of alcohol and then someone was like but wait there's more and i'm like what are they talking about and then he's like here's my whiskey fridge or like (laughs) honestly it looked like wine bottles to me so like literally what do i know about alcohol but like yeah. I want to know why he was so rough with them dishes. I saw people critiquing that and they're like, no, he's going to recycle them. He's not reusing them. Like the takeout dishes. Mm. Mm. 
in black households, we reuse those. <laughs> I also save them, and then I can never match the lids, and like, like the lids don't match, and then I just accumulate too many, and I throw them definitely out. can find some like circa 2007 McDonald's like plastic cup in some black household. I promise you. <laughs> like you know one should have that cup <laughs> but it's reusable <laughs> I read this book here's my nerd thing where oh you know what it was it was the kiss quotient by Helen Huang if anyone has read that and the main character is like super not into reusing plastic dishware mm. and they're saying how it's not like microwave safe and I was like my whole life is a lie because I've definitely been well microwaving in reusable containers so i'm sorry if that triggers anyone what's that statistic about like how many microplastics we consume in like a year or something like that i willingly consume the microplastics by reheating <laughs> take out yo we're gonna tupperware this. this is the episode that gets us like dogster shut down it's not any hot takes we've shared about bonton it's people being like you're promoting fake health practices. And I'll be like, I didn't endorse that you did. I'm just saying what I've done. If anything, I'm talking about how I'm destroying my own body. <laughs> like, I'm not saying destroy yours. Oh, it will get like, you know how Twitter, I don't know if they still have this option. Twitter used to have an option where you're like, I'd like to report this tweet for like, <laughs> people are going to be like, do wellness check on Julian. I simply assume that he just had like plastic dishware because he's a bit clumsy. I just feel like maybe if it was like porcelain or something, he might break it. But in the <laughs> beginning, he was literally like, I just ordered this for breakfast. That's true. Is this the judge on Mian or whatever? Yeah. Because then he goes to his door to like get the food. So I just assumed it was his takeout container. It probably was i don't know if i was thinking that he like transferred it to a different bowl but no he did eat it straight mm -hmm. out of the thing so it was also another thing relatable that just came back to my mind is i also have a black coffee table like namjuna is richer than me so our houses don't look similar but there were certain vibes that i was like yeah we have the same sign does it stain <laughs> like, like he said it does yeah oh my god my coffee table is always dirty there's always <laughs> something and it was a glass top too because i thought oh glass top like it's black and brown, but it's, like, very geometric. And I was like, the glass top will be perfect because, like, I can just wipe it so I don't get a stain in the marble. So, like, technically I haven't stained the table. Mm. It has a glass top, but it's always smeared. I could wipe it and I'll come back. No one will have been in the room. Mm. And I'm like, I don't have a child. I don't have a dog. Why is there a smear? <laughs> just don't get a black coffee table. <laughs> His pile of shoes by the front door, too. I'm like, dude lives in, like, a million dollar, multi-million dollar, probably, penthouse. And there's a stack of shoes by the door. Like, same. I have a perfectly good closet. Will the shoes make it to the closet <laughs> or be put away in, like, a shoe container? Because I have, like, a rack by the door. Absolutely not. That entryway was huge, too. Wonder, I should have counted like on a screen pause how many pairs of shoes that guy had. There's gonna be a second episode, and June's gonna be working out apparently in the teaser. Yeah. And having his friends over for dinner, so just like 
brace yourself all around. <laughs> all right. Now you can talk about the sad news. Yeah. I had just grouped it in with the photos, but yeah, at time of recording, it's literally the 13th in Korea. It's almost the 13th here, honestly. We always record so late. Um, but just a few days ago, Jin, we talked about it on the last episode, like, don't go to his enlistment place, but he shared his, like, buzz cut photo for the military. And I don't know why. Like, I knew it was coming, and I was expecting to see it at some point, and I saw people say, like, he's sharing this with ARMY, he's sharing it on his own terms. It was so jarring to see. I can't explain it. Like, he put a cute caption, like, oh, it looks cuter than I expected, and Jin could, like, he could have any haircut, and he's still, like, fine. He's great, but, like... I don't know if that's when it hit me, but I just found that photo, like, extremely upsetting. Like, he's smiling. There's nothing bad about it. But I'm like, oh, God. Honestly, I'm still in denial. And I don't think it's going to hit me till like, months from now. And I'm like, oh, Jen's gone. Like, yeah. I saw the picture and I didn't, I didn't cry like I thought I may have. But I'm still like, I don't want to accept this. Yeah, I haven't cried, but I will. <laughs> it's a given that I will at some point. Yeah. But seeing it just hit me, like, how real it is, so he's, like, going away right now. And, like, I was joking about it, but... I think seeing that photo, I realized, like, I don't even know if I was joking, but seeing that photo, I was like, we have to do this six more times. So, I'm going to have to figure something out. I know. Otherwise, I'm just going to, like... And, like, we can cut this if you want, because it's, like, Jen's moment, and I don't want to undermine that. And, like, obviously going to the military is, like, really important and a big deal regardless, but, like, the idea that... Yoongi's up next and we have to go from his like glorious flowing locks to like a buzz cut I'm just like that one is gonna like I'm gonna be in the fetal position for like four to six like business days minimum yeah but that also means I'm gonna get buzz cut June and that means I will finally win but is this how you want to win? Like, this is the definition of, like, be careful what you wish for. It's not what I would have wanted, but a win is a win. Like, <laughs> You'll take anything. A win point, yeah. is a win. I have been yeah. praying on Buzzcut June for how long? <laughs> I'll take yeah. what I can get. Uh, well and truly. <laughs> I was, like, I arguing with friends about this. And they were like, no. Ew, I don't like that. And I was like, it doesn't matter anyway, because I will be victorious in the end, whether you like it or not. Oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, not looking forward to the day, but hey. When it comes out, I'll do a little jig. It's... Are there, like, buzz cut lengths? I don't think there are. I think a buzz cut's a buzz cut, but, like, 
it's so jarringly short. It is. Like, I've seen buzz cuts before, but something about seeing the buzz cut on Jin, I was like, I can see your scalp. Like, <laughs> I, don't like I, don't, I don't want this. I think it's just like, we've been so close with Namjoon that like, I feel like if we see him with one, it's not going to be that jarring. But the other members yeah. have had like long hair somewhat since debut. <laughs> Pretty much. True. So, like, when's the last time we've seen you with shaved sides? Like, his audition? He had that, um, that extreme undercut. Was that Map of the Soul on? Eh, but it was still, like, a lot of hair on top of his head. I mean, like, yeah. that audition he did for Big Hit or whatever, and he had, like, like mohawk thing. <laughs> I'm like, that's the closest we've seen, like, Yuki's hair short. Cursed. <laughs> that was so long ago. Yugi has rocked some good undercuts, so I guess it just depends on your definition. So, yeah. I think we've seen Tay with, like, a short haircut before. Like, some older picture of him, like, in school. If I recall correctly. It was pretty short. Did JK have a, like, really shaved side situation going on for a minute? He had shaved sides, yes. But still a lot of long hair on the other side, so... You're not really getting the vision. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I'm just like clearly still in the denial phase here. And it's not even the hair. Like obviously it's secondary. It's just like grappling with the fact that like they're really going away. Photo evidence right in front of my own face. <laughs> and it feels like Jen's just like snuck up so quickly. I know. That's the other thing. Like you said, they really didn't give him any time. I'm just like, was this, like, the worst birthday for him? Well, and it's, like, he wanted to go in the summer, but he didn't. It's winter. Right around his birthday, he's going somewhere really remote. To what? Like, go do basic training in the dead of winter? Yeah. Like, it can, like, dude is really, in fact, you know what, Jen? You can play piano at 8 a.m. Like, this is earned you rights to play piano every day at 8 a.m. for the rest of eternity. <laughs> Like, he really took one for the team here. Like, postponing his own wishes. Yeah. To go earlier. I'm wishing him well. Wishing him good health. Wishing him good mental health. Um, I hope the time passes by quickly. Praying for his family and friends. Because I'm sure they're, like, going through it way more than we are. Yeah. Um. So. Welcome to Sad Girl Hour. <laughs> Get your piggy banks going. Your virtual banks. Just save your money for real. For a future tour? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Mm. I was like, I'm still grasping onto this. We'll be done by 2025 narrative. I don't know whether it's true or not, but it's like the core narrative I have to go with right now. So I'm clinging to it like a life raft on the Titanic, honestly. Mm. 
Um, let me check my list. I think that was it because we said we were ending with that. There was some other stuff that like came out today, but we'll just have to talk about that next time. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Well, we could say congratulations to Coldplay and BTS for going, what, like, RIAA certified platinum for my universe. Why did I have to sing the song in my head to get the title first? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. I saw that. You got there. We're here. I saw yeah. that. I did watch Jin's V Live. It was really quick. Um, yeah, which is kind of sad. There's like not much. It was part chaotic, but also sad. I think Jen's coping mechanism is like clearly humor, which is fair. Like same. Yeah. But yeah. Laughing through the tears or crying through the laughs. I don't know. <laughs> and apparently we're getting Indigo merch, so look out for that <laughs> in a few them. days. Maybe when this episode is up. Or just before. Just, if Hype tries to sell me jeans, like, it's not happening. <laughs> what will they try to sell us? An art piece. Alright, anything else? No, and we should wrap, because we know this is going to be tight to edit, what with our various schedules. So... All right, that'll do it for today's episode of Girls With Fun. We'll see you next time. Bye.